This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. time to get geeky get awesome it is the awesome cast i'm mike sorg at sorgatron in the uh <laughs> in uh in the far off lands in the far off lands of the double tree hotel in ann arbor michigan um so here we are i got the dudders with me hi i have a very short headphone link what? so i'll be very close oh, wait, all we, time. Well, it's like wrapped around my stuff hold on a That's second fine. there you okay. go I'll give you a little bit of length there and also you are here with me on location, at work. <laughs> we'll talk about why we're here in Ann Arbor and where the heck we came from uh, in a little bit. But first with us, he is, and I got no switcher right now. So, uh, well, not the not in this way, but with us from the big D of Dormont, PA, he is the gadget guru with Big Bank International <gasps> Esquire. It is John Chichilla. How's it going? It's going good. And we all have a scenery change. I have this nice tree behind me over here uh, on the fourth floor. And um, you got, I don't know, you got you got a view of the pool or something. I don't do. You? I can look at the pool. <laughs> there you go. She's she's creeping on the pool goers. So, um, and and to not not be undone by Chilla, we're coming at you with a full 4K camera that Ooh. we use to film these events. <laughs> Although it looks like you have, Something you're trying to one up us a little bit I over have, there. I, mine's mine's 4K, so it's not it's not like it's 8K or anything magical, but oh. it can do some pretty Ooh. neat picture in picture. And it's anyway, a, a big bar. <laughs> so apologize for the differences in quality and looks and everything like that. Not so much of the bells and whistles, but we're still going to have the awesome cast for you. Or it's going to sound a little different with you if you're with us on the audio side. Hey, but we're not the other ones. I love that like the biggest podcast that I've listened to for the last like 18 years um, also had their studio like not happen this week and they just did the show on Zoom. And that is great that we can do this right so um but uh we'll talk a little bit about how we're coming to you and and some of the interesting things we did so we can be a little little bit closer to what we do in the studio uh but in the meantime this is the awesome cast katie it's in front of you you want to read this stuff <laughs> you know how we do the intro <laughs> no i don't pay attention, no, we do, attention. You, they can email us and stuff right oh look at that they can email us yeah, yeah you can email us oh uh, awesomecast. Uh, you can email us at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com for comments or advertising opportunities. Twitter, we are awesomecast. Facebook, we're awesomecast. We're awesomecast on Discord. We're awesomecast on Reddit. Yes. We're awesomecast everywhere. But subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app and watch video versions on Facebook and YouTube. Or subscribe to the Sorgatron Media Master Feed for even more podcasts all in one place. Amazing. You can catch us every Tuesday, awesomecast on live on facebook at 7 p.m eastern time and shout out to our audio partners at post-industrial audio and also thank you to our patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash awesomecast thank you so much everybody that does support the show and uh, i don't know why i put the control computer so far away from me uh thank you to our friends at the executive producer level brian crawford at the coffee club level matt weller john the 
John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound. At the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Ponder. You guys help us keep the podcast going, paying for the server as we go. And uh, thank you so much, everybody, for being a part of uh, the show and contributing to it so we can keep this rolling. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. First of all, just because, I mean, I mean he's got a lot going on there, and I have pictures to show it off. Uh, uh, Chilla, I, I, is your awesome thing what you're coming at us on? This is part of your webcam journey that uh, you, we've been talking about, right? <laughs> this is part of the webcam journey. Um, so I don't know if you can bring up the picture, but I also put a link um, in the notes. Um, this is the rally bar from Logitech. Um, this is actually, I think, the rally bar mini. So it's not yeah. 100% exactly what I put in the notes. But one of the things that this does, it does have a pan tilt zoom camera built right into the center of it. It has an AI viewfinder that's separate from that device. Um, <clears throat> it comes with a handy dandy remote that you can use for pan tilt zoom, volume up, volume down. I can hang up on this call right now just by tapping this <laughs> button. Um, the the other interesting thing to me of this device is the AI allows for automatic, um, it'll follow you around the room, it'll automatically pan out. Um, one of the also cool things, I don't have any, you can actually hook up external mic pods um, <clears throat> that would probably improve the sound um, from, a, from a microphone perspective. Um, the other thing <clears throat> that this will do is it has different mounting options. So you can mount it above a TV, you can mount it under a TV, you can mount it to a wall. Um, and it actually, on the back of the device, on the inside, um, it connects. I have this connected in USB mode, um, but it also has an appliance mode where you can actually have like a touchscreen type device. It will automatically, you can set it up to use Teams or Zoom. Um, so it becomes an actual Zoom room. <clears throat> and you can actually, it actually has two HDMI ports built into it. So you could actually put two TVs mounted up on the wall side by side, and you could have all of your video conferencing on one side and all of your content that you're sharing on another. Um, so it does have a rather large amount of different configurations that it can be put in um, yeah. all around. I, I'm pretty impressed with it. Um, one of the things that, and I looked at this versus I looked at a, a Polycom device, this does have um, speaker drivers on both sides and adaptive beam forming mics um, all over the device, whereas some of them only have a one set of speakers, like one speaker off to the side. Um, and all of their speakers are ported as well. Um, so it does sound like you sound, to be quite honest with you, just as good as when you're in studio. And, here, and we should be showing you a picture right now as I'm talking because I realize I have to talk to show you anything. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's a bar. Across, uh, yeah, guys, it's, 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 if you've seen a, a sound bar kind of situation or, or a conference center kind of bar under that TV. Um, so that's what he's got set up above there. Um, I can say, you know, we, we've done, you know, because somebody, you know, had one of these installed and we, we've done, uh, we integrated it with like some Zencaster stuff for podcasts so they could see each other at least. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, but we made the mistake of having somebody use it for a podcast recording. I, I can say it, it's, it's, it's good 
for conferences, but I, I would say it's not podcast quality uh, recording, at least like, you know, the ideal setup. It feels it's roomy, but it's very listenable. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Plus, I'm sure Skype's kind of doing some work on that, too, to make it sound great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You tell me what the video quality looks like, too, coming across. I know, unlike normal, I'm going to, because this is in a different room, I'm not in the, the normal office. But I did get to put on my nice digital fireplace behind me. So yes, it's um. nice. I, I guess well, well, you're on you're on Zoom in, in hotel room Wi-Fi. So I, I don't know even what we look coming out to you guys. Um, but I can tell you that like on the on the feed, you look great. Uh, on the oh. phone feed, it looks pretty pretty great. So um, no, I, yeah, I think it's pretty pretty nice. So uh, did you say is it a 4K device that's kind of cropping in or it's four it's 4K that's cropping in. It'll auto crop. Um, it'll follow me around a room. You can set it to kind of zoom in on a, um, thing. And then there's also a mic or a remote. Like I said, here's me zoomed all the way out. (laughs) It looks like you're on the, you're just like, you look like you're on the bridge of a cozy command center right there. Look at that. I can bring it all. He's zooming straight in. Got those pops. You got that digital fireplace, which I'm sure you talked about here on the show. Uh, (laughs) So actually, yeah, so you did I mean, it's a, overall, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the device. Um, mm-hmm. I will have to play around. I actually picked up an, an external, um, I can't remember who makes it, uh, microphone. So I'm interested in playing around with that too. That'd be good. That'd be good. And you're coming off a, a, a you wondering a little, a little different sound from him. He is coming off a, a different Bluetooth headset than he normally does. Uh, so, you know, so that again, a lot of different this week. Uh, so anyways, um, that's cool. And what was that called again? This is the Logitech Rally Bar. Oh, there it is. And there is a look at it there. Um, and uh, go away, Ratatouille. Uh, so, so you can go to get that. How, how much is that going for? The the upper end model is runs a mere four thousand um, dollars. So not 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 for everyone. Um, this model I think runs. This is the Rally Bar Mini. Okay. Um, which runs a little lower than that. It's or I'm sorry, the Meetup. I think this might be one of the meetups. I think this one's around twelve hundred bucks. Okay, there you go. Um, affordable question <laughs> mark. Uh, but no, as far as like an office setting, like absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you, this is this is meant for this this device is meant for either a a small conference room to be run by itself, or it can actually span out to I think up to twelve people. Um, with the when you would need the remote mic pods for that, um, and some additional gear. But like I said, it it be, it can become a room device. So mm-hmm. if you think of like if you're actually booking rooms in an enterprise, um, this would become. It wouldn't be John Chichilla coming at you. It would be, you know, room three B, um, coming at you. Nice. Nice. I like that. I like that. Um, awesome. So let's get into our awesome thing. I think we have a collective awesome thing of the week, don't we? <laughs> I don't know. You want to start on this one? So, um, I'm just realizing in this photo you're going to share, I'm wearing the exact same shirt right oh, now. Oh, wait. Look at that. <laughs> I am wearing my, huh. my Star Wars shirt. My uh, Mandalorian shirt here. Um, yeah. So we, we're in Rochester, New York. 
Uh, oh, we were. <laughs> we were. We were, not currently. <laughs> we were. Um, in Rochester, New York. And uh, for SAEs. Baja uh, SAE, yes. And um, so we were up there, and there's this museum we've been wanting to check out, and it's the Strong Museum of Play. And we had really didn't, I think we kind of barely had an idea what we were getting into. It wasn't something we did a lot of research into. And we were like, let's just go check it out. We knew that there was a video game Hall of Fame. And we, we, we talked about it on the show mm-hmm. a few times because we, we talked about like Tetris going in the video game Hall of Fame. And I'm sure there's a couple other stories because we saw there's multiple things that we saw there that were like, we talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. <laughs> and this was the place. Right. So it was kind of cool to kind of uh, uh, pull that together. And yeah, so we finally got to go there, and it, it it's just it's way more than I could have ever expected. It, it's a it's a gorgeous place to begin with, um, and just they have this wonderful area for kiddos at the beginning where you kind of work walk through a storybook, and it's very climbable. It's like a pirate ship. There's all kinds of stuff happening, um, and then you move through this, and you you get to like there was an interactive toy wall mm-hmm. where you stood in front of the toy wall, and you were able to pick up you know there was a Barbie, there was a Hot Wheels car, and kind of digitally play with it. And, uh, but it was like a, just a huge museum of all kinds of toys from decades, you know, it's decades and decades. It, it, it kind of, um, I haven't been there for so long, but it, it kind of reminded me now I'm thinking about it, like of the children's museum back home. Cause there's a lot of these play areas. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so it was cool because you had all these toys and everything like behind glass that you can go through and remember your childhood, but then like, right, like not you know 10 feet away from any of those is something that a child could play with mm-hmm. right so it was like it, it, i i really felt it was like okay i'm gonna go relive my childhood uh kiddo go over there and play for a bit you know but also the play was experiential in whatever the exhibit around you was like when we got to the video game one there was just an arcade Right. Uh, and they took tokens and stuff. But then there was also like every once in a while there was like, you know, so like, we, you know, there's a picture here of Missy playing giant uh, controller, Nintendo controller, Super Mario. Right. Uh, uh, things like that that were like super interactive. And what, what was the one that they were doing um, when we were leaving? Was it was it Pac-Man or no, there was giant. Was there giant Pong there as well? Because there was the one that we saw at the airport because they had a small. Uh, area at the airport that just had giant pong with a big tv and giant versions of the atari controllers and everything like that um that I, I know i put it out on twitter earlier too um but it was just really really fun really really crazy and um the hall of fame and just all the stuff they had was really cool and there's a carousel, carousel. Well, yeah, and there's we a carousel had to go on. <laughs> i love carousels we had to go on the carousel it was so much fun um i think in like oh the sesame street sesame street was, was tremendous yeah, it was definitely like I just wanted to run around Sesame Street. Like, and this was like a whole like play area. Like, you walk back that alleyway and end up in a playground kind of situation. That's all Sesame Street and Elmo's Playland and everything like that. Like, it was just so so cool. And of course, we got a selfie with you, Chilla, because you were represented so, there. So how how did that work out? Like, where? Because <clears throat> I see Hulk back there too. So what was? Yes. Was it just it, a bunch of statues? Like, what was the deal with that? It was a Hall of Superheroes kind of situation. And again, interactive things like, oh, I, I tweeted the picture. There's this, you can take a picture of you climbing a wall kind of thing. Um, scaling, like, like scaling those kind the side of, of a building. Yeah, scaling so the side of, of a building. Like I'll see if I can find that here real quick. Um, you know, it, it, you know, there th- were a lot of comic, comic book covers. There were some interactive games where, like, I think it was Green Goblin. Blue Float. Why were you flying? I don't I know if that was supposed no. to be a. It was like a, you're on like a hover, like a, a surf. Well, you know, those interactive surfboard kind of games, 
like mm-hmm. like you know board runner kind of things like you had a, you're on a balance board mm-hmm. and you're kind of flying in and have to collect things and did you be doctor i think it remi- yeah it reminded me <laughs> it reminded you of that but it was definitely kind of an off-brand kind yeah. of situation you know and it's it just you know a lot of it's stuff like chill out this is this is a thing that you bring the kiddo to and you're gonna love it as much as they they yeah. do because they're mm-hmm. they're like I, I don't care about that et cartridge that was unearthed from the desert uh, i'm going to go play with this giant pong over here you know mm-hmm. while you're like look at this thing okay go ahead you know like like that seems like the vibe and i think it's really smart the way they did that so you know if like the kids like i don't care about the old stuff you're just like well that there's this over here just go have fun so and the best part like the whole thing it's it's a museum of play because they want talk about the importance of play mm-hmm. and how we should continue to play no matter you know it starts out when you know, we're kids and just like even if, you know as adulthood we still need to play and how important it is to development and just you know well-being and well-rounded humans absolutely uh we're showing the uh the the because we had to fly out of rochester monday morning to get here in ann arbor for this and this is the giant pong that we were playing um very badly yeah, yeah, <laughs> by we're the really way at it. um but and, and then they had freebie games and the games they had in there uh pac-man street fighter mm-hmm. uh you know other games like that were like like you know, things that were inducted in the Hall of Fame. So that was that was a very, very cool thing. And, and again, it kind of extended our experience several days later. It was, it was cool. Um, you know, and then they had a pinball section with a few games I've never seen. Um, they, they had a... Yeah, they had a lot of really cool stuff. Um, the Sesame Street, like we said, they had a Snoopy exhibit, a Bernstein Bears exhibit. Yeah, I forgot Like about a whole that. Bernstein Bears, like, kind of town thing going on. Um, and it was just... It just kept going. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, every time we turned the corner, it was just, like, a different amount of, like, just pure joy. <laughs> no, absolutely. I got to play with a giant puppet. Uh, that kind of worked, I think. This was in the storybook kind of area uh, kind of thing. It was, like, an interactive thing where he could move his arms and everything. Um, so, it, again, just worth it. And it was, like, open one evening of the week. So it was a lot of, like... Uh, here's me hanging off a building. Uh, <laughs> um, but just just a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. And and, and probably even better if you bring a kid, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, But that's the Strong Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. If you stay downtown, it's not far away, actually. So I'm seeing if there's anything else in here. There we go. That's all the picks. That's, that, that was the fun stuff we were playing with. Um, so highly recommended, and I just saw a thing. I think I'm going to have a separate awesome thing of the week, because one thing, um, one thing is cool about having like Katie or, or Tyler joining Beyond Formula over these events is I'm starting to think different ways about how we're presenting some of these videos, and the tools that I'm completely carrying with me all the time. I'm holding up my iPhone, <laughs> and uh, they're like, and <laughs> we we're just saying cinematic everything, right? Yeah. And and I put a couple videos up on my Twitter too, but. I'm realizing how much this is going to bring, like using the iPhone, again, big 4K, $4,000 camera we're using for this show, right? Or for the project. But then like, you know, little things, like we're, we're doing walkouts and stuff for some, for something that we're shooting. I threw a little sample out there. Like playing with cinematic mode has been phenomenal. Because, I mean, we're, we're in this thing where um, um, there's multiple people, you know, around a car, around a cart, around a plane. And that cinematic face tracking is interesting. Sometimes it goes wild because there's like 10 people and it doesn't know where to go. Um, but again, you can go in and change that kind of thing. Um and I, it, I think was that today I just like put my phone on my tripod mm-hmm. and went out to the paddocks to get students doing things. 
and um and it's been uh you know getting i haven't taken all this stuff into final cut necessarily yet to see how it interacts with that and you know all the layering i i, I imagine everything gets kind of pre-rendered when it, it shoots out off of your phone and you don't get all those layers to play with anymore um i don't know unconfirmed there's been some updates of final cut i'm not aware of um but uh but it's been it's been just the results i've seen on my phone at least have been tremendous um and it's also reminding me thanks to you actually using portrait mode more um it's been a really really big thing with me over the last couple of weeks and just kind of uh um because i mean we always have these tools but we don't think of them mm-hmm. in the moment and and you know it's just like when we were just talking with our new friend about the youtube videos that yeah. he did today <laughs> so one of the one of the guys on the toronto team and it's just like that idea of like we go out with a video photography and we just know, okay, that's a shot. That's a shot. You know, like it's just kind of baked in and it's not happening yet with what's on this phone. Cause they're new features. Right. And, um, that's been, that's just been a really cool, um, uh, for me, thanks to you guys, um, just a stretching <laughs> of, of what we're going to be able to do. And I'm hoping it brings a lot more to, um, what we're going to be putting out there and we'll find out really quick. Cause I have to have a highlight video of this event we're at right now by sunday yeah. uh so <laughs> we'll find out so uh and uh just throw it out there potter's saying that filmic pro duo shooting yourself in the subject at the same time um oh you know what i haven't gone and grabbed that since i've updated my phone i think i do have just filmic pro i don't know if that is that an upgrade maybe yeah i do have Filmic pro oh guess what i'm playing with later <laughs> guess what i'm playing with later okay Okay, we'll play with that later. Uh, anyways, thanks for the, thanks for that one. I'm gonna have to put that on my front page. Um, so, I just realized I don't have graphics. That's <laughs> 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 it's so. Weird. Hey, shout out to our friends. They're not here, and we're missing them like a lot right now. I mean, these chili fries are only so good that I got off a of Grubhub, um, but they didn't even come to my door. Okay, uh, I had to go down to the front desk like an animal. Uh, but anyways, give a shout out to our friends that do deliver straight to your door, slice on Broadway in in Pittsburgh. And I believe that you, you were telling me they have a fifth location coming. Yes. Oh, is, oh there it is. I'm just gonna hold it up like it's an all ad. right. Yeah. Woo. Make sure they, make sure it's not gonna glare on there. There it is. There it is. Slices on Broadway. Okay, I can pull the website up. Yeah. I, <laughs> We're not animals. Beachview, Carnegie, the East End, uh, the North Hills, and now Southside South works. works. It sounds like they're Jeez, working on a thing. Rico can't stop, won't stop. Uh, so uh, give a shout out to those guys. Thank you to our friends at Slice on Broadway for supporting the show uh, over a decade. And actually, Chilla, because this always freaking happens. One, we forget. Or two, I'm always on the road. This is our anniversary week of, of the Awesome Cast. No way. Starting in <laughs> 2010 with Rob De La Creta. I did not get him on the show again this week. This oh, time. <laughs> what, what was that like? Two, it was like two years ago when we were like when I yeah. wasn't traveling. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Thank you, COVID. Um, but uh, but, you know, uh, so so was this 12 years now? 12 years? Yeah, Does that seem right? 2010, 12 years, 2022, 12 years. Yeah. Uh, that we've been doing this thing. And uh, thank you, everybody that's been watching all these years, still walking, watching and supporting the show uh, and all that. Even we do weird stuff from a hotel room in Ann Arbor. So who knows what the awesome cat or the mayhem show is going to look like from here. Um, and as is seemingly tradition on our, our, our anniversary show, uh, WWDC is this week, but no E3 again. Um, 
<laughs> so, um, I, I, I guess we should, or do you want to talk about the, no, we'll talk about it, auto driving a little bit, maybe. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we should wait for the event to finish. Sure. I don't know. We can, we can preview it a little bit. Um, so Chilla, uh, I, 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 we, uh, we've been trying to catch up cause we were busy here. Um, um, and what, what kind of stuck out for, to, to you for, uh, WWDC this year? They forgot about Apple TV. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think they said <clears throat> there was some stuff after the fact announced, but I don't think they really said anything. Um, <clears throat> so Apple TV is going to pick up some additional, uh, what do they call it? The matter where it's the new specification for um, home automation, you know, home equipment, wireless switches, all that kind of stuff. So they'll probably have some stuff in there on that tech. Um, they're picking up better. I think I read better multi-person profiling on the device. And then there was a, one other piece. They also didn't mention anything about HomePod, which kind of surprised me. I thought there would have been better or more synergies being created between those two platforms. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the, they didn't mention much. Um, <clears throat> I like what they mentioned about um, iMessage. Um, you're now going to be able to delete a message as long as I think it's been within 15 minutes. Um, you can also go back and fix a typo or edit a, a iMessage. Um, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, and then I was pretty impressed with the new MacBook Airs um, that were announced, M2 processor. I'm interested to see what, the, what they do with that tech. Um, and then the other cool thing I think and, and I know they're taking some heat for it, but the ability to use an iPhone as a webcam <laughs> with Mac OS, I think pretty nice, but is that because their webcams are just crappy? Um, but, it, is, it, it is a weird patch, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, but I do like the feature function because I, I buy more iPhone, way more iPhones than I do my laptop. So it's, you know, uh, and I know some people run with their laptop closed, which also makes the webcam useless. I actually picked up a um, a Asus Republic of Gamers laptop, <clears throat> um, and there was no webcam in that laptop. So, hmm. um, which I was, which was actually kind of nice. It was like, hey, I'm not wasting money on a webcam. I'm probably never really going to want to use. Um, so, I mean, even, even nowadays I'm, I'm, I'm lugging the Brio camera around with me and it just has a nice mount for the top of the laptop screen. So I don't know. I, I like that. I like that concept and I feel like it's a little more, it, it, I'm interested to see what the quality looks like. Um, partner saying having an overhead desktop from an iPhone on the computer. That's the other thing you can like, now you have a, another webcam that you can position differently and if you're using zoom and i presume facetime like it's not hard to change your uh camera here unless you have like 12 cameras like me i mean look we just did it if you're with us um there you go there's camera two and then uh, we can see the quality between this and the actual professional camera so uh camera one camera two there you go um, so, so here so so um brio 4k camera here 
um, Rally Bar Mini here, um, and then built-in camera for wow. the laptop. <laughs> wow. Oh, the, the fidelity, even through zoom filter, that looks, you could tell the difference. Your, uh, your fireplace doesn't pop as much, that's for sure. No. <clears throat> but but I noticed your 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 Logitech bar definitely takes a minute to kick in and zoom in. Look at that dramatic zoom. Not as dramatic as the stuff last week, but um <laughs> Yeah, that's, it was a lot closer last week. There you go. He's he's positioning the camera now. There we go. <laughs> um the MacBook Airs and Pros getting that M2, I think that's interesting. It, it's always interesting to me that these start on the low end ones, right? Um but I guess that's, hey, this is the introductory to the new one. We refreshed it. I mean, that's the cycle now, right? Well, you'll get the Pro and the Max and, what, Ultra M2s next time we refresh uh, all the rest of the lines. But I also wonder, because they always seem to come out with that, that higher end. Is it is it a cycle? Because they came out with the higher end kind of last before. So are you going to be upset if you just bought the latest, greatest, most upgraded version of that model screen size etc and then hey hey it's and we know it's been eight months here's a new one feel feel are bad you, for yourself that you just picked up the, the new one are, are you talking about like like generally or like the i have a macbook pro with the m1 something something and now there's an m2 on an air that outperforms me well no i'm it's thinking more of a, you have a macbook pro and you have the the top you bought the top of the line if they would have brought the same, some of the same stuff to that line, wouldn't it have been like an an, an unnormal refresh cycle? Like, mm -hmm. if if they're refreshing the same model every six months, people are just going to sit back and say, "I'm going to wait because there's going to be another one in six months." Versus, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you if you give it, <clears throat> you know, eighteen months between between refreshes it's a little more palatable and you don't feel so bad for yourself also it depends because i was i was seeing on our show i think it was it was talking about how if you do a customized uh, mac mini studio um you got a nice 12 week wait because of supplies um so they, yeah i i think the whole the whole timing has changed right now right so um but yeah it's interesting um but hey cool if you're a mac air person you got you got the new fresh on there but 18 hours of battery life holy crap that's wild that's crazy i mean i'm sure not you know doing this or editing in final cut but um ios 16 ipod ipad os ipad os and 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 mac os i see are both getting what is that uh center not center stage stage manager oh yeah so I didn't realize the Mac was getting it because remember we were looking at a video of the iPad. Mm -hmm. So we are getting multi-window management on the iPad, but that multi that management is also coming to Mac OS. So now your Mac and iPad are going to behave similar, it seems. But the way they do this and this whole stacking of here's a picture of it uh, on the Mac OS on their on the Mac on the Apple website if you guys are on video with us. Like the 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 stacking looks like it's gonna be maddening for the way um because I think Katie you and I were talking about this, like the way that we 
organize and work with applications. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it works the same way. Oh, I just ended up in the wrong thing. There you go. And there's the iPad OS and what that looks like too. It's one of those things that I'm just not going to know until we obviously get our hands on this on an upgrade. But man, if you got one of them M1 iPads, this feels like you just got a, a, a tablet or not a tablet, a, a you know, like a surface, you know, like a computer than an iPad, which it just feels like a glorified, you know, it's always felt like a glorified, not really a full computer thing. Right. But, and, and I think to see that part fully, it, it seems like everything kind of sits partially on top. Can you actually put it like where it, where you can see the full other app in the background? Every, everything I've seen makes it look like, it's a little bit they said it will update if the bat if the if the app supports like some of the background refresh stuff but i don't know it seems it it seems like can you get can you get things windowed running side by side yeah like actively other than doing the split screen thing like you can do mm-hmm. now right i also right. wonder because I, I didn't see this yet either also big news weather app for ipad okay <laughs> Cool. I've just been using AccuWeather. Thank you. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know how functional this is from the looks of things, but again, until we get our hands on it and you know, is this something just for the, 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 uh, M one iPad, right? Is this going to work on my 2015 iPad pro? I doubt it. I really doubt it. It's already feeling kind of a little tight. So Oh, no. I feel like this is like a part, a big part of pushing Procreate more too, because it was like, look what you could do with this, and mm-hmm. like I just I feel like that's and and you're seeing more and more talk about Procreate. I think this is they just kind of are capitalizing on that too. You could put this where this is where you work together, and then we're gonna brainstorm. Big look, yeah, big push to um, you know, we the the sharing and collaboration that's going to be integrated on the Apple apps. So yeah, that kind of leads toward that too. And then, um, what, what, is, that, is it Procreate? What was the um, what was the application for brainstorming? It was Procreate. It was like really? essentially they were drawing, coloring, and then I'm gonna send it up here, and now it's over here. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, like the weird. Um, yeah, the, the, but also I love when they show this thing. It's like, but it's that whiteboarding, right? And, and Shelly, you you've shared a lot of whiteboarding things i know from microsoft that 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 have gotten you excited over the years yeah i'm i'm interested to see how this works where where i think they need to make this just work everywhere all the time Mm -hmm. like if i could if i could fire up whiteboard session like we're on a facetime meeting right and i can just tap a button and as as easy as it is to snap a picture or pass a file it needs to be as instantaneous and as easy to bring up that whiteboard where, you know, maybe you're just on a phone, but two, two other people in the meeting are on an iPad or on whatever type of device. I think where it could fall apart is if, and I, like I said, I didn't see all the presentations. I'm interested. What did they do for non Apple people? Right, exactly. The answer is get an Apple. Um, freeform, freeform <laughs> but, but is they a brainstorm fixed, app. They, they kind of fixed that, about. though, right? For 
for um, for FaceTime, right? I can send another a person a link and they can join the FaceTime meeting over a browser. Right. So the question is, will there be, like, you can go to iCloud.com on any computer and use most of their apps in browser. Is Freeform going to be one of those? That's the question, right? Right. I, I, probably. I'd say probably. I, I, I'd say uh, 90% sure it's going to happen. If, if not, like, immediately when they uh, release the new OSs, I think it will within the next year, probably. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it only makes sense. If you're, you're trying to push this, you have to... Because everything else is doing this. Mm-hmm. I can send notes. I can send other things. It opens up a browser, and that's it. You know, so, huh. It opens up in a web app, and you can still use it on your Surface. It would be amazing. So, <laughs> um, anything else? Anything that stuck out for you? iOS is getting a lot of stuff. It looks like they're upping uh, fitness features on, on watchOS. Um, like, a lot of new notifications. I mean, this is all kind of just, you know, some 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 good usability gloss that's happening on across the platforms it seems. Yeah, the um, lock screen widget, some lock screen widget updates. I think that's exciting. Sounds like they're going to get what. He, and this is going to sound silly. Um, but what is the, the the dynamic wallpaper? Why can't I? And maybe the, maybe they finally did. I want dynamic. I want customizable dynamic wallpaper. Um, I don't understand why we can't crack that nut or why they can't open that up to to so, others to be able to do something with. Nobody's thinking to bother with it, right? Yeah. I mean, look, look at watch faces. <clears throat> but look at look at what happened when they allowed you to to redo the icons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how many people went crazy building all kinds of fun customizations and whatnot for that. Um, now I think. I think there's there's a lot to be said for giving people the little little ways to customize their device. It's still an Apple device. It still carries the logo, um, but making it kind of look unique to that individual. It's I always been the great. Apple problem. Like you know, it's like think different, uh, be a different person, walk your own beat. But your device is going to look like everybody else's. You know, <laughs> like like that. Like it's it's like you know, be different from everything else, but you know, same as the rest of us. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been always been kind of a curious, um, yeah, as in a, a curious messaging problem that they have there. So, um, well, so uh, Katie, you 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 were attending Auto Drive Challenge for the first time this week, yes, and we're two days into it. Yes, and in the past, you've seen the videos. Mm-hmm. You've seen that usually there's a car involved because it is Auto Drive. Mm-hmm. What are we doing this year? It's a cart. It's a cart. Yes, it's a cart. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cart. It's a cart. With a computer. With and a some <laughs> other things. Uh, so we're yeah. So Auto Drive is yeah. This is a. I'm learning this is a multi-year program. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, the best way I could figure out how to describe what they're building right now is the brain and the eyes for an autonomous vehicle that they're eventually going to build build into a car. And they're using LiDAR, they're using all this cool technology, and they're, it's literally a little cart with four wheels, and um, they're putting all this stuff on there, and this will eventually become a car. And, like, I get to see the car that it's going to go into. It was the... Um, it was a Chevy Bolt EV. No, not the Hummer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's not what it's going into, even though I think a lot of folks would have loved that. 
Yes. Um, oh, Twitter wants me to sign in here. I'm trying to find a good picture of the cart. No, that's how it's hiding by the point, oh. porta potties. Um, <laughs> well, they were out, and I remember in the past, listen, this is my PTSD. In the past, they'd have the cars, and they're moving, and they have the sensors, and I had to be very, very, very careful about where we can stand. Do not move to film these things. And and at least once I was standing in the wrong place that we thought was okay. And they're like, you need to move. The car is freaking out because it sees you. Because they're, map- <laughs> they're mapping these things on this it's M city. It, it's like a, it's a little city scape mm-hmm. and these carts and these, uh, and these vehicles, well, pre vehicles, pre vehicles, pre vehicles. <laughs> yes. Um, are they're reading what they're seeing in the signs, the stoplights, the, the road signs, what's on the, the ground and, you know, just what's in their way with like fake cars. And, and so they're going to see us and what we're doing. So we would, we definitely try to avoid them. their mapping mm-hmm. <laughs> when we good. Uh, yeah. It seemed like less important because yeah. the, right now uh, it seems that they're, they're going to wheel the, uh, from what I understand when we get to the, the scoring days, which start, start tomorrow, yeah. they're going to wheel this cart out and basically sit at the intersection and we're going to find out if it properly reads like road signs and stoplights. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. That's, that's all we're one. doing. Because then next year, and then we're going to do obstacles, I think, uh, determining obstacles. Like there's a co- blow up car and there's, you know, I think the deer or the pedestrian we're going to use again. Mm-hmm. Right. And then next year they figure out how to tie all that into a car. Right. Um, cause it was interesting cause they started with the car at first. So now they're figuring out all these things and also how to make the car move responding to these things in the first year. And, you know, it's kind of a cart before the horse or you threw the horse on the, on the cart and you're teaching it to drive. That's actually really kind of what's happening, isn't it? Um, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, definitely interesting to shoot video and photo um but uh but yeah it's it's been and, and also just seeing these guys like the guys and guys guys and girls out there um with these carts which are just their work cabinets that's just a work cabinet there's drawers on the other side everybody mm-hmm. has the same one but then some of them of course have decorated interesting uh, michigan tech we recorded an interview with a really cool story about how they designed and why they designed their 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 cart that in that involves like the, the northern lights and everything like this mm-hmm. and the story and it was something about a greek god right mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you were over there no, when he was telling me that. that bit but um but they started telling us about it and they're like, oh these are shooting stars and stuff i'm like okay i'm talking to one of you guys about what's going on here <laughs> um they got a flame i think it was like you know flame of uh, i don't know some god um it was it was really cool and then you know and seeing the different configurations everybody's trying to accomplish the same thing everybody has access to the same parts mm-hmm. right the same vendors for cameras and sensors and and things i don't understand control units uh, i think it was the one we were talking to today right um but the the, the configurations are so wild <laughs> you know um so wildly different and seeing how they're interpreting those kinds of things so again more of a software issue but you know more of a programming thing but also like these programs are like okay now I have to figure out how this works out in the real world when we when we apply it. So um, it is really cool. We're two days into this. Uh, there's another three days, including two competi- uh, scoring days, basically. Um, and an award center that will be streamed here on uh, Sunday. So um, looking forward to seeing how all that um, uh, pans out. And uh, I don't know. It, it's year one of a four-year 
thing. And the goal is a level four, a fully autonomous vehicle. See if we get there. Mm-hmm. But either way, like these guys are learning a lot. And um, and I know we've talked to a lot of people that are there as um, um, advisors um, that have, I'm trying to remember which school that one guy was we keep talking to. Um, because I know I've interviewed him in the past. I think he's probably Toronto or something. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's been really, really interesting and, and, and cool to, talking to kids they're definitely smarter than all of us yeah. uh <laughs> oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so yes so um whoop, there we go um but no uh really interesting and uh, uh cool to be out here uh with us and coming off of baja has been a really kind of a system shock a little bit absolutely so <laughs> especially for you the first year out here it's like ah, yes. high impact and this is a little bit lower impact absolutely absolutely so uh keep an eye on our social media we'll be tweeting out stuff from the week as as things go and um whatever shenanigans we get into because they let us just out there with our cameras and let us take a golf cart yeah we did we had to ride in golf cart today i think <laughs> so <laughs> i came to ann arbor got to ride in a golf cart oh they, they're giving me too much freedom at these things um but anyways so that's what's going on there um i can't remember is there any other big news going on chilla not that i can isn't i think there's going to be some gaming announcements coming up but i haven't seen anything yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, E3 has kind of been virtualized and independentized. Yeah. Have, like, I think Sony just had a state of play. Xbox has like two days of uh, announcements coming up. Um, everybody's still using the time to do the announcements like they usually do. But they're getting the hype train going for the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. So like they kind of have to for their cycles, you know, to make sure everything works out. And people expect stuff around this time of year. So we'll see how those work out and everything like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that rolls. I'm still just playing Dragon Dragon Ball Fighter, personally, and like old Chip and Dale on the NES. <laughs> so, um, so with that, well, I think I think that should do it here. For I don't know, I keep thinking I'm in a different time zone. Oh, I'm looking right? at the clock. It's, it's been weird. It, 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 all this travel without. Uh, we do we do from Rochester. We landed. We left it. Our flight was like at six. Six thirty. Yeah, six thirty on Monday. Landed here, jumped out here, started on things, and it's been yes, time yeah. Soon. It feels like we've been here a week already. Um, <laughs> so we will be back in the studio next week. Normal, not the Skype thing, or I'm sorry, Zoom. God, Zoom thing that's going on here. Uh, but it's like Kleenex. Like it's all just Skype. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Um, and uh, sorry, just doing a little more checking in with the chat room to see if there's anything else out there. Um, oh, there's Potter correcting us when we said the wrong thing. Uh, so, uh, Sorgatron on the Twitter to follow everything that's going on this week and everything. Uh, thank you, Michael Fedor. Um, he shared about if you want to follow some people that are going to exotic places and tagged me and Katie. And then I said, yes, but not now, because all I'm doing is Michigan for the next couple of weeks. Uh, so <laughs> this is going to be a lot less exciting, but at least we get to explore Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, Kate Dutter is on the Twitter. Yep. Kate Marie PGH on Instagram. A lot of great Instagram stories happening from this week, too. <laughs> uh, the name of the porta potty, Scotty's Potties. <laughs> Yes, there's strangely a lot of activity about the around the porta potties, um, probably because you were staying away from the ones in Rochester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilla is at Chilla on the Twitters. 
John to chill on the Facebooks, and I'll be coming to you from a different video camera next week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a whole new lens <clears throat> and angle. Uh, that's it for us. This is going to be a hard out because I don't have any graphics or music for this for you guys on the live live. Uh, which that's not going to matter to anybody later, I suppose, right? Thank you much. <laughs> we have been our awesome audience. We're coming at you from awesome Ann Arbor. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.